This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. My goodness, is that a long weekend I see, everybody? How are you doing tonight? Well, I hope you have a long weekend. I know a lot of people have to work over the next three days, but I hope you can get out there and enjoy the summer and enjoy some of the things going on in the city. Of course, we've been talking a lot about those here on 6.30, Ched. And uh, sports-wise, we got the final homestand for the Riverhawks. We had Steve Hogle, the GM of the team, on last night. If you're going to, to tonight's 7 o'clock game, uh, remember, you can take a donation for 6:30. Chad Santa's anonymous. They got the uh, the uh, the early Christmas uh, festivities going on there tonight. Santa and the Grinch and Mrs. Claus are all going to be on hand. If you make a donation, uh, you get a, a Riverhawks uh, kind of little merch package there, a little uh, special package. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Of course, that game coming up at seven at Remax Field. Elks on the bye week. We do have significant Elks news that we will get to right away regarding the starting quarterback for the Thursday game against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That'll be on 6.30, Ched. 5.30 for the countdown to kickoff. Game will be at 7. Bombers last night, my goodness, 50 points on the mighty BC Lions defense. 50 points on the Lions. So Winnipeg beaten pretty soundly by the Lions earlier this season, saying not so fast, boys. We still think we're the best in the West. Uh, I think it was 27-4 when I left work, so they they, uh, they were in control throughout that game. Anyway, Blue Jays playing at Boston. 4-2 for the Jays in the fourth. There is a CFL game tonight. It's in Calgary. The Stampeders taking on the Argos. The Argos are 6-0, and and the Stampeders struggling at 2-5. and I guess if the Elks have any chance, any chance, and it's a long shot at this point to make the postseason. You need the Stampeders to lose all the time. You need Saskatchewan to lose all the time. So I guess go Argos in that one this evening. And tipping off in about an hour in Winnipeg, Canadian Elite Basketball League playoff game for your Edmonton Stingers as they take on the Sea Bears. We had Jordan Baker, the coach of the Stingers, on the show earlier this week. Uh, they won their two uh, games in Winnipeg during the regular season. The winner plays in Calgary on Sunday, and then the winner of that game goes to championship weekend in Vancouver. Just four teams make it there for the league semifinals and the final. So the Stingers got to get a couple of uh, road games 
to make the uh, final four for the CEBL. Quick overview there of some things going on. You are welcome to chime in tonight, 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can email the show, inside sports at 630ched.com. Send me a message on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. I uh, went to Edmonton Elks practice today. And after the pre- now, for it, a, a lot of Daigie and a, a lot of Jarrett Daigie and a lot of Trey Ford at quarterback. And then every once in a while, Taylor Cornelius would go in. I can tell you this. Now, it's, it's practice. And, you know, we have Dave Campbell and Morley Scott here. They, they, uh, they cover the Elks on a daily basis. I went today because I wanted to get a one-on-one interview with Trey Ford, which I have coming up here in a couple of minutes. Jarius Jackson, the new offensive coordinator, they were throwing the ball down the field a lot. I, I would say 90% of the passes were 20 or more yards down the field. It's not a game situation. It's against your own defense, but they were going after it, and hopefully that's a mentality they're trying to have now, that you that you look down the field first as opposed to looking to the little short passes and trying to get yak. So head coach Chris Jones was asked, who's your quarterback, man? Trey's going to play, uh, and then we'll go from there with the other two guys. Again, we've got to get him ready to play, and and uh, we hope that he brings that spark that uh, we may that we've been missing. Are you willing to say that he's going to start again? Uh, it doesn't matter if you'd like to say that. He's a starter. I mean, if that's what you need to make it official, yes, he is going to play. He's going to start. We're going to have Taylor ready. He's probably going to play. Daggy's a very good quarterback, and there's a chance he even plays. All right. So, yeah, they they could be throwing whoever they need out there. Tough season for the Elks. Disaster offensively. Again, I stand by the fact that the other two units are – Fine. I think the special teams are okay. Don't have a good place kicker, really, but I think the special teams overall are okay. And I still think the defense is above average or maybe even good. And the offense has just been a wasteland. So Ford starts. He said Cornelius is going to play, and Jones said on Monday Cornelius will handle the short yardage. The He'll do the quarterback sneaks, and he has been good at that. He should have been the guy doing it in week one when you couldn't get in against Saskatchewan, but that can't be fixed now. And then he said maybe Daigie will play as well. I, I could see Ford and Daigie both playing. Maybe you go with the hot hand. Maybe you go with uh, whatever you think is going to keep the defense a little bit more off balance, but at least as of now, and it's still a ways away from the game. I wasn't sure they would name a quarterback today. I thought they might wait till Tuesday or even Wednesday of next week. But they say it's going to be Trey Ford, who I was able to talk with after practice. Trey, thanks for doing this. Uh, Chris Jones, identify that you will start the game against Winnipeg in Thursday. I know it's a few days away, but when you hear that, what do you think? Uh, I think uh, it's amazing for me personally because I just want to get out there and get an opportunity to play and go compete with the guys that we have here. And I mean... Like, I'm just excited to get back out on the field and especially do it with the weapons that we have on offense. What's this year been like for you? Obviously, scratch for some games, lower down on the depth chart. How have you sort of kept the, the focus and the work ethic going? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of highs and lows, I mean, especially in professional game compared to university or even going back to high school. So uh, you just got to battle through it, whether... You know, you think it's the right decision or wrong decision. The coaches, you know, they get paid to, to make the calls for the team, and you got to rock with whatever they say. Chris talked about you, I think, about three weeks ago, where he said uh, doing well, but he said maybe, you know, earlier in some practices he wanted to see a little more from you. I assume you also got that message behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I... 
I, I still don't personally think that I had a terrible training camp. I thought I threw the ball well. I mean, I had a high completion percentage throughout training camp. Uh, so I, I thought training camp was pretty well. I mean, I did take less shots down the field, I'd say, in training camp, but um, throwing a lot more of the shorter stuff, just moving the ball in. I mean, I thought I was doing a pretty good job, but, you know, it's how they evaluate it's not up to me. Okay. Well, you're, you're getting a shot now. Uh, and a lot of the, I mean, I, I talk with listeners all the time and fans, and there's a lot of people who say, we want to see what Trey can do. Does that make you feel good? Does that help you at all? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I want to just get the opportunity to go out there. So, I mean, having the support of the fans and everything is awesome. Uh, I just want to go out there and show them that I can compete. I can do what other quarterbacks can do, and I can do some things better. And I just want to give Edmonton the best chance of winning. Last year, you had a collarbone injury. Obviously, after winning a game, and then I believe it was on a play, you made like a 50-yard pass, oddly enough. Yeah. Tell me about the, the recovery from that, because I, I know talking to a lot of players over the years, the mental side of it and being removed from the team environment is as tough as the physical recovery? Yeah, it's definitely, uh, I mean, having an injury is obviously not ideal. And I mean, that, that was a pretty tough time. Like, after the injury, I couldn't even throw a ball like five yards for the first two or three weeks. So, I mean, the recovery process was long, slow, and terrible. But I mean, you, you can still get out there and like, you know, watch film and get mental reps and everything. So mentally, I didn't feel like it was too much of um, a failure because you were able to get those mental reps. I mean, it's definitely better to get out there and get live reps to improve and get better. Uh, but you just got to make the most out of every opportunity you're in, whether it's a good opportunity or a bad opportunity. You just got to look at both of them and try to find a way to get better. How, do, how does a team deal with, a, you know, unfortunately a lot of losses and then also change, right? Not just changes with who's going to play quarterback, but Jarius replaces McAdoo. Yeah, I mean, change, you know, it, it's honestly sometimes it's a good thing right so it's not always great to stay in the same spot especially when you're 0 and 8 you don't want to stay in the same spot so you have to make changes and I mean I think again that's a part of pro football so you're gonna have to make changes and I mean I'm excited to see what uh, JJ cooks up for us and uh, hopefully we can go out there and execute it on the field was there anything noticeably different today I know it was just your first day back with him yeah I mean it was a it was a day a so there wasn't a ton of things you know the, the playbook was pretty light today um, pretty standard defenses nothing nothing crazy uh, not a ton of game plan went in today either so I mean it's more just getting on the field getting on the same page as the receivers uh, I believe you had a couple workouts was it the Raiders and Patriots in the offseason yeah. so what, what do they make you do on one of those workouts uh, honestly you'd be surprised how little you actually do when you go like uh, it's really you just go especially for a quarterback you do a little warm-up you just throw with some of the receivers and then it's just routes on air and then that's pretty much the whole workout Tell people what routes on air is. Routes on air is just a quarterback, and then the receiver is just running routes versus nobody. It's just by himself, so it's just you don't all, all timing. No, defense, yeah. no, yeah, it's just sitting there like playing catch pretty much. So, and what do they tell you after? Anything or just thanks for coming? Uh, you know, they 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 told me some good things. I mean, they they told me there was an opportunity based on how things fall for them. And I mean, you know, I never got the call back, but I kind of think that's pro sports. <laughs> so, but part of your game is using your legs too. Did, yeah. did you get to show any of that, or do they just have the tape that they've seen you? Uh, just the tape. They didn't really make me do any of the running or anything. So. All right, and then. And uh, a bit of a lighter note, what's your favorite thing about Edmonton in the summer? In the summer, well, one, it's definitely not the mosquitoes. I've been getting jacked up in my backyard. we got, like, a little playground and stuff for the baby. So you go out there and, like, push around the swing, and I'm just getting bit all over the place. But um, I would honestly say 
going to the public libraries actually there's a whole bunch of them in Edmonton and they're all like these free sh free sessions and me and my wife take our baby and we go and they do like sing sign and laugh so they teach the baby sign language and sing some songs and stuff so it's a cool way to spend a little bit of family time and you know it's nice that I'm not the one who has to you know make up all the songs and stuff because I'm not too great at that but Trey thanks for doing this all the best Yep, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, there's your starting quarterback for the Elks and fan of the Edmonton Public Library, Trey Ford, as I talked to him after practice today. Ford, last season, in three starts, went 40 for 69. Remember the one game he started, he got hurt in the first quarter with that collarbone injury I asked him about. He went 40 for 69. That's 58% completion percentage. He had 461 yards. He had two touchdowns, but five picks. So very modest stats. But the one thing that could make a difference, and and I get the sense from a lot of you who have wanted to see Trey Ford for a while, it's maybe the rushing numbers. 19 carries for 149 yards. That's an average of 7.8 yards per carry. And some mobility that is enticing and certainly valued in the Canadian Football League. I referenced this a few weeks ago when people were asking about Trey Ford. A couple of individuals I talked to, whose opinions I trust when it comes to the CFL, said, well, is Trey Ford uh, big enough, basically, to withstand getting hit in pro football week after week or several times a game? Uh, you know, he's he, he was obviously excellent running away from you sports athletes, heck, Crichton Trophy, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what happens when he's out there in uh, in the CFL, perhaps for uh, several games. So anyway, just something to keep in mind, something I was told earlier this season. Now, so Chris Jones says, all right, Ford's going to start, but the other two guys will probably play. Uh, Jarius Jackson, the new offensive coordinator, Here are, uh, here's a comment he made on Trey Ford. He's, he's not going to be perfect. I think I mentioned that before, but, you know, at the same time, I think he has definitely has a good skill set, and that's nothing to take away from the other guys as, as well either, from Deggy or from Taylor for that matter. So, um, you know, we're saying now we're going to start with Trey, but, you know, who knows how that ends by the end of the week. So hopefully, uh, you know, he can continue to come out and, and, and show uh, what we're trying to get done, uh, you know, this week as far as, for the, as far as the game plan goes against Winnipeg. Okay, so there's Jarius Jackson saying he, <laughs> for now, we'll see how it goes the rest of the week still several practices before that game but uh we know it's not going to be taylor Cornel well i guess who knows but i i would hopefully it's trey ford with some daggy and we see where they go from there happy to hear from you 780-496-0063 uh going into the long weekend well here here's our off topic topic give me three things you need for a perfect long weekend 780-496-0063 Three things you need for a perfect long weekend, besides Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. That's that's all where I'm going. That would be the sarcastic answer. Chris Morris is going to join us tonight. Uh, we're going to visit with a guest we had on the show a couple of years ago, Amanda Rummery, outstanding uh, para-athlete who is a, a sprinter. She lost most of her left arm a few years ago, and uh, she is now a world-class sprinter in the para-community. That's all coming up inside Sports on Chet. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. 
Woo-hoo. We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Oh, Def Leppard, that's something I need for a perfect long weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I am getting it. 780-496-0063. We have John on the Certainty Hotline. Hi, John. Hi, Reed. Uh, this has been a great week for the sports teams in Edmonton for the others. And this was, I haven't been this pumped up for quite a while. We've got a new offensive coordinator who's saying he's going to have a play call system that uses the talents of the two quarterbacks that will be getting a chance to play. And we're also getting uh, Manny Arsenal back. And the other really excellent receiver is returning too. And so that's great. And then the, the other Jackson, Jeff Jackson, man, having him now as uh, Oilers CEO, uh, that I think almost guarantees that Connor McDavid is going to stay with the Oilers. And in addition, I signed Ryan McLeod for a reasonable amount. So, reading all we need now is if the scouts can find us a punter and a field goal kicker, and if we can beat the Bombers, and if we get Evan Bouchard signed, and if the other Connor stays healthy, oh, man, this would be a miracle, I think. Embarrassed, though, Reed. I don't know uh, what position Jeff Jackson played or which team he played with. Hope you can help me out with that. Uh, yeah, who is he on? i got to double-check. Uh, thanks for calling, John. Um was he on the Nordiques? I think so. I, at least I, I, saw, saw I, I should know this. I, I'm embarrassed. I can't remember it. Uh, for, for some reason, Washington came to mind. Yeah, because there's a video of him on Hockey Fights fighting uh, Scott Mellenby with the Flyers, and I believe he was wearing a Nordiques jersey at the time. He played for the Leafs, Rangers, Nordiques, and Blackhawks. There we go. He played uh, 263 NHL games and uh, many, many more in the AHL and the IHL. Uh, John made a good point about the Elks kicking game. I think Julian's a decent punter. I think he's being asked to kick directionally a lot or or worry about hang time. I don't think they're getting a better place kicker. And the, to me, this is one of Jones's biggest gaffes. I mean, first of all, he, he drafts this guy in the global draft, Dean Faithful, because he says he has a big leg. Okay, well, that's enticing. And then he won't trot him out there for long field goals because they had a couple chances when they were shut out in BC. The fir- I can't believe we have to differentiate between the shutouts. When they got shut out on the road in BC, they had chances for a couple of long field goals, didn't give him a chance. And then he tries a 48-yarder against the Lions last, uh, when was that, on Saturday, and it was dreadfully short. I mean, it, I think it landed on the four. So when you factor in the height, I'm not sure if it would have been good from 38. It was not a well-struck ball. And because I was talking to somebody about this day who said because he's the global player, 
that that's there's only one there is there now there is another guy on the team who could qualify as the global player um but he's a relatively inexperienced lineman so they they might be stuck here with faithful as the place kicker for sure but appreciate the optimism there from john we will get to some of your texts uh, about the elks about the three things you need for a perfect long weekend and whatever else is on your mind this evening we'll also catch up with chris morris head coach of the u of a golden bears football team he's always great to chat with this portion of the show has been presented by cougar paint and collision our family helping your family for 40 years